For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How about we start with the show opening? Sure. Starting with the show opening. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I mean, you're just going to replace me. Shut up! Random Morales, the biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere. Why do I have to have a buzzer? And Greg DeMarco. You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party. You're welcome! Me. I don't even know why I played the Acknowledge Me soundbite. Maybe because I only have a couple of soundbites that we even play on this new... I, I keep blaming the new computer. I think I've had this computer for four months. Maybe five. So, but I like to blame. And, and yet and yet here you are. But you know what? Do We shouldn't need millions of soundbites. We shouldn't. Well, I mean, I never did. It was it was a Greg thing. <laughs> I I shouldn't need millions of sound bites. I do have I do have a question. Okay, serious question for the good of the podcast because it's okay. the Greg DeMarco show. Pa- Patrick, what 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 do you what do you want to talk about? Is Miranda Morales ever coming back to the Greg DeMarco show? Um, I mean. There, there's like, and I, and I, I ask for intro purposes. I get that life right. has gotten into the way, like new child, the damn kid. Family, yeah, I know. Um, I, there, like there's, there's a couple things I'm, around. I'm just that. saying, like, I would just give her the permanent buzzer. <laughs> I don't even have the buzzer. Um, if I did, I would have played it right there. You just never know in 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 the world of. Think about how many things have happened to us in podcasting that we never would have thought of we've like stopped started i mean we've we've been on four different days of the week we've done so many different things like we've had so many different people on board with us that i mean sue young was on this show every week for like two years i mean it's just the things that like you just never think about that would happen like like just think about the fact that sue is like you know 
long before she was 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 in in, in a, a TNA not or an Impact Wrestling knock at all that like she was on the show every week for two years like so young like like people would be like wait what like it, it's it's you just never know so candidly I would say maybe it's more likely she comes back to this program then goes back to having her own program. Yeah. Just okay. because of the flexibility that it could offer, the time frame that who I don't know. I, I really don't know. The number um, of times we just canceled the show. Yeah, exactly. Like like that's those are all our things. Hey Greg, I'm out tonight. Yeah, right. What are you what are you doing having a life? Like, no. That's not how this shit works. Um I mean, so that I mean, we should be good till my next Disney trip. You go on one every two months, so I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's nah, that's not true. <laughs> Stop. And one of them's gonna be a cruise. Still a Disney cruise. Um, uh, hell yeah, it is. I don't they know. Have a I'd haunted be... mansion bar, dude. They have a haunted mansion bar. Awesome I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to see her this weekend. Um, there is an IZW. That'd be cool. Tell her this... I said hello. I will. There's an IZW event this weekend that that she's going to try to stop by at. Um. My my week my Saturday is the worst day in the history of our sport. Like I literally have to go from picking up chairs at nine in the morning to you know probably leaving the venue at midnight. That that that's what my my Saturday is going to look like with with the IZW event coming up this Saturday. Figure limited tickets available by the way for those of you who are local. IZW Monster. Marty the Moth Martinez, formerly known as Martin or, or currently known as Martin Casaus. Longtime friend of the program. He was on the show once. Um, I doubt he'll remember if I brought it up with him. Um, back back on the blog talk radio days when he came in unannounced, talk about you know uh, being part of a Doritos Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if that was like 2015, 2013, maybe. I don't remember when wow. it was. Probably more like 13. Um, this is post tough enough, but pre Lucha Underground days. For, for Martin Casals. So, yep. Challenging for the IZW Championship. Good stuff. Good stuff. Sandra Moon, who's currently in the Ring of Honor Women's Television Championship Tournament. Challenging for the IZW Women's Championship. So, quite the event. Quite the event that we have. And, yeah. And, hey, and, and I just, how long have you been doing IZW now? Like, what's, how long's you run? We, we, I did the I produced the reunion show in May of 2019. Was it May? Yeah, it was May of 2019. And then um was it May? Yeah. And then we brought it back in October of 2019. So you're you're heading towards your 5th year anniversary of 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 the return of IZW. Like yeah. Of being a regular well, so promoter, yeah. <clears throat> I just want to recognize for a minute and this is this is completely unscripted enough. It is. I'm like, okay. So fans, this shit is hard. Like I we Damn give Craig a hard time about <laughs> about being a promoter. Like we joke about this. And and I have a reason for saying this. Uh, because I was I was going through my Twitter. It is really hard to maintain an independent wrestling promotion. And there are a lot of different ways that it can go south and it cannot work. And the kiss of death that I have seen time and time again with an independent promotion is when they have to cancel shows. And 
one of the local Western Mass Indies oh, that no. I liked going to. Oh, no. Uh, for what it was, they, uh, for the first time since they started, and this company has maybe been around for two years tops, but they were doing a double shot um, I saw show. This. And they unfortunately had to cancel. Was this like and an early March weekend? March 8th and 9th. Yeah, I think I saw this um, and didn't, didn't put two and two together. And so, now of course, this announcement, they're they are not saying that they're done. That they, they, they're saying that they're canceling their shows. Refunds will be processed. More updates on the rest of the 2024 season to follow in the coming weeks. Thank you for your understanding. Historically, that is not a good sign for an independent wrestling promotion. I would say historically, historically 75% of the time it's over. I, yes. It's not a scientific number. I, I have nothing. No. I can't back that up with paperwork. Like, I have nothing. Um if Tony were here, he could play the "We don't believe you." You need more people soundbite that I don't have. Um, but that's just the, my putting a, a number. You know, they eighty five percent of all statistics are made up. Is is the joke? Um, but right, I don't right. know. But I just feel like that's that's the case. I say that not to focus on the seventy five percent, but the on the twenty five percent. That means twenty five percent of the time point. it goes, it, it comes back. And twenty five percent of the time it, it does happen. And of that twenty five percent of the time, I'd say twelve and a half are like for a good reason, because it was legit, there was something going on, things continue and things continue well, and the other twelve and a half percent is because someone just couldn't well enough give up. And because right. as you know, as you've talked about on this program, and 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 you always very put it very eloquently, these dudes get addicted to this stuff. Wrestling is an addiction for the people that are performing it. Oh, absolutely. It's also an addiction for the people that are putting it on. Um and it's hard. And it's it's because and this is probably like this with other addiction. I don't know. I'm not good at addiction. I'm not I never studied it. I've never suffered from it that I know of. Um, who knows? But it's real hard to stop and then watch it keep going without you. Right. It is. I've stopped. It's, you talk about this five-year yeah. run, it, it, it's it's not the first time I've done it, right? I started in 2016, mm-hmm. and and just you just learn and you realize and things go away. And, and it, it's just – and it's funny. Like people would be like, well – you did it in 2016 and, and you got sick and had all these issues and whatever you should have stopped. Well, like Bill Belichick sucked his first 10 years as a head coach in the NFL. Um, and I'm not comparing me to Bill Belichick, you know, as a, as a wrestling promoter, right. but like it's, it's, you learn, you grow when you do things, but yeah, sometimes people, they, 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 they don't come back. Sometimes they shouldn't come back and they do. And sometimes this is all legit. They should come back and, and they come back and it's just fine. Um, I hope your situation there is the latter. I do. I do too. And so the, the original post that I read and I didn't read the entire post uh, that was on there. I just read off of the graphic that they have been sharing that was shared from the, uh, the company's account. But the original post where I saw it was tweeted by one of the two owners of the company. 
and you know hard you know this whole thing like it's a hard decision we hate have, like it sucks that we have to do this we'll you know more information to come and it's right. just like there, there's a couple of things that I, I've noticed with the company um, in, in terms of things that they like one half of the ownership went on a tour of Japan and was was gone for a significant period of time I don't know that that had anything to do with it but you never know help. Um, and this was the first time they were trying to do a double shot and That's tough they've, too. they've never doing a double shot and not just doing a double shot, but it was the first time I've seen them do the thing that you always talk about. That's really tough. And that was bringing in non-regular talent that like, wasn't going to be doing a run like a significant, like period of time run mm-hmm. with the company. Like, and they weren't even bringing in like the sort of like WWE people right. where you're like, oh, this is like they were bringing in Warhorse and like nothing against Warhorse. But like, what's that guy really do for for yeah. that company when what's, it's, what's when the, it's what's a little the, what's little the ROI, right? What's the return on investment? Right. Um, and I don't know you're... what he costs. Like, I don't know what he costs. He may have got he may have bit a bargain. I right. don't know. Maybe he was in town, but, you know, and who knows? Yeah. So, you just never know. It just it it just is one of those things that you know as as we joke and we talk about Greg DeMarco, you know, being like, "Did you know Greg is a promoter?" Five years of maintaining and growing an independent wrestling company is an achievement because much like much like the restaurant industry, a lot of them fail within their first year very very quickly. Yeah, um, it's funny. I don't even know if I so, told you this. Congratulations, um, kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it, it, you know, last year when we couldn't do our February event because the venue got sold and we found out like less than three weeks beforehand and all of that. And like we tried to find new places and couldn't and had to make the decision to, to push it. That was I'm sure some people could look at it and be like, you know, here we go again. Like that sort of thing. Like, oh, indie wrestling. But, you know, we had built up plenty of credibility where that wasn't a problem. Funny story about that. That very same venue is now closed again. Oh, no. They they announced in January, um, pretty much on the 31st, they announced that that was going to be their last day of operations. I had found out earlier in the month because somebody who had an event there in February hit me up because they needed a venue and and was lo- wanted to look into our the new one that we were moving to. We moved not for that reason, but because... That venue was like an indoor-outdoor type facility, and I was always worried that we'd get hit with weather issues, and so I was always on the lookout yeah. for something else, and found it, and 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 I'm very, very excited about it. Weather never hit us in that venue, but hit somebody else like in December of last year to where an event had to be canceled, and that was always my biggest fear, because even though it was covered, like... You, you put rain and wind together and next thing you know, it's or lightning. Like, I don't even know, like, you know, not to mention hot and cold. It's like, you kind of wish you had a roof and four walls and not just a roof. So that was, that was that. Um, and it was the kind of venue that had changed hands several times. It's just, in it, it's not in a very good area in terms of like, no one would have a reason to go there other than that venue. And and so you're not going to get a lot of oh we can stop here real quick it, it's it's you got to have a reason to go not that it was far away it's just in a spot where there's not much else and and so 
um, an older part of town. Not, and, and their food was really good and everything, this new venue. But yeah, they they closed and, and more power to them. But, um, so it was interesting when you said the restaurant industry caused me to think about that. But yeah, come and, come and check it out because we've got a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, Monster is our annual Rumble event, so we do have that going on. It's at the tone for the year. Like I said, we do have former Lucha Underground star, former Lucha Underground champion, the Gift of the Gods champion, and the Lucha Underground champion itself as Marty the Moth Martinez, Martin Casals. So, um, Sandra Moon, G-Sharp, as, as well as other names that um, wrestle with us. It's funny you talk about that, bringing in the outside talent. We we bring in, I feel like we have a good strategy when it comes to outside talent and what we do. And um, and there's always, you always have to ask that question of why and what does it do and, and what does it cost and and is it worth it? And and we do it when it is. And so I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be able to do cool. do those things and want people. So so if you're listening and you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm in or around the Phoenix, Arizona area, go to IZWTix, IZWTIX.com, IZWWrestling.com, at IZWWrestlingAZ to check it out. I will just warn you right now, the the the, the we have that distinct possibility that we we will run out of chairs. Oh, that's why I have to be there at nine is because we had to secure additional chairs for for this event. So um, it's it's selling well, and, and so I'm excited about that and excited about this new building and lots of lots of really really cool things. And if you have ever heard or been to an IZW event before, you know like we we, we put on a show, we put on a good show. Um, they're not just matches; they're matches with reasons and. And it's a lot of fun. So come check it out. But the world of professional wrestling is what we're talking about. And um, by the way, since I was talking about social media handles, Patrick O'Dowd is that wrestling realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. I'm at Greg DeMarco 44. The website's at ChairShot Media. That's for TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up a shirt, support your friends, and keep everything going. So, so yeah, it, it's, it's you know, to, to try to journalism a transition in there. One of the more exciting moments of my life is every time I look down at my email and I get that ticket sale alert that, that comes through. I just love seeing those, right? Because I, I literally get an email every time tickets are sold and and it's like oh look at that and today was a good day for that um as, as event week always is but and so it's going to be a fun and, and good week to see those someone who did not have a good week that's the journalism part someone who did not have a good week patrick o'dowd your friend in mine david patrick Meltzer. i don't know if patrick's his middle name i just made that up uh, why would you sully my name <laughs> With that. You're right. You're right. I should not use your name, any portion of your name. David Eugene Meltzer is... Um, David Dominic Meltzer is David Gregory Meltzer. She's using all of our names. Put all of our business out there. I'll go super inside, since you brought it before. David Elisa Meltzer is, is having... <laughs> ha- did not have a good week last week. Um, eh, why don't we talk about it? So, um, Let's so there was th- this, this information was shared about Dave Meltzer and it was shared with the opening statement. Dave Meltzer has gone from worse to worse, which is, which is good. Um, 
So here's the information that came out in the last week or so about Dave David Allen Meltzer. Um, Dave, Meltzer said that WWE filmed a segment which didn't air on television but was all over social media where Triple H and The Rock went nose-to-nose and challenged each other for a match at WrestleMania. This is a report from 2024. Just a couple of weeks, just like a week or so ago. There was no such ma- ma- challenge. Apparently, Meltzer got confused with Triple H- with the Triple H and Rock segment from 10 years ago as happening recently, because they did do that 10 years ago when The Rock was on, was on television. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported that Tommy Dreamer had been appointed as the new head of creative for TNA. Mel- Dreamer himself refuted the claim a few minutes later, as did some others. Um, <clears throat> I think a couple people got stuck with that one. Meltzer report. Oh, this is the fun one. Meltzer reported that the AEW deal with CMLL is that on any TV show that CMLL talent appears on, no other Mexican wrestlers can appear. It does not matter if they work for AAA or not. Fightful later reported that there's no agreement between CMLL and AEW that any Mexican talent that isn't from CMLL can't be on the same show as CMLL talent. The only agreement in place is that CMLL and and AAA guys can't work with each other in any way. Meltzer then doubled down and said he meant wrestle, not appear. And then the person in this was saying, I give his journalism negative half of a star. Um, I don't like to see people suffer. But I mean, the dude is stealing money from from people and and i and when i say stealing money i i i want to be be clear okay i'm in no way indicating he's breaking the law right people are just dumb enough to give him money and 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 subscription based things are great because that that's why gyms make so much money cuz like at least 30% of their members never go to the gym so it, it's it's you know Years ago, dealing when, when when we both worked at the University of Connecticut, and and their dining department was under fire for some quality issues, the the phrase "missed meal factor" came up, where they were literally talking about how they make money by the fact people don't eat um, at the dining hall. So it, it was it was a really dumb thing for someone to say, and they're probably not in their position anymore. This was a long time ago that we worked there, and <laughs> um, but but it's just it's like. I don't even know what to add, but like, dude, just did not have a good week. But it's it's, or, or is he just making these things? I long so, sometimes, and it's not just Dave Meltzer. He he's just catching the fire right now. I really do think people see shit that happens on television, and are like, "Here's why that just happened," and, and they report it. Oh, absolutely. And it's plausible enough to where it's it, it's plausible in two ways, or plausible because it could be right. And there's a decent enough chance that it actually does turn out the way they say it will to where they could be right. Right. It's we've talked about this for years. Literally, it's like the foundation of the last like six years of our show uh, in in a lot of different ways. And just sort of we've had whole segments where we call it bullshit. Bullshit is a lot of times throwing stuff against a wall that you think may be so and seeing if it sticks. And then if you, and if it doesn't stick, then you say, Oh, plans change. If it does stick, then I was right. And 
you know, it's it's one of those. I want I want to tap dance all over the humiliation that is Dave Meltzer, but as somebody who can still see his tweets, like you don't care, like like you don't care. He doubles down on everything. Like that's his, you know, you were talking about him doubling down on the the CMLL AAA thing. He he, I he he, with the thing with the Triple H Rock thing, he just took it down, made it go away, never printed a retraction, never said I made a mistake, never said I made it up. He just pretended like it never happened and went on double downing on stuff that he felt like he could double down on and move forward because. You know, you're sitting here preaching. They're stealing. He's stealing money in this subscription service where you are not getting legit insider information the way you think you are. And we have been on this podcast and said that, yes, we do believe there are some people who do stooge to Dave. And sometimes he does report true shit. There are times where the information he provides is based on his knowledge that's that that is proven to be true like he knows how to do like when dave talks about ratings and numbers like at the very least i know he's followed it he may not really know the cause of why our number is up or down but he knows how to read them he knows how to say them. he knows how to point out yeah. a trend. what what i what what i think is fascinating is that because he was the only source and that's really what this comes down to. Really, is like he was the perceived only source with a wrestling newsletter, and, and he was considered this insider with like this just these secrets for so long that when even if there was a real well, which that's debatable too, um, now there's so many other people and there's so many different ways that a source can be proven wrong or information can be proven wrong. Like the fact that he just made up Tommy Dreamer was the booker because he thought that made sense. And, and, and you know, I got proven wrong with it. Right. Like, like that should be all you need to know to, to stop giving Dave Meltzer your money for his, his fanfic. Like, that's what it's his fan fiction as he sits there and he tries to be ahead of the game in what way, shapes, or form. And people are like, Dave knows. Dave doesn't know. Dave None doesn't of us know. know. I, I think uh, I know that, you know, to, to, to be able to post on his message board, you have to have a membership. And so I do think there's some element of people don't want to lose that quote unquote community that they have access to, I'm sure. Um, there's the uh, new the message of, board. <clears throat> right. Or just get rid of, you know, there's this thing called social media that's been around since message reports declined. Um, but he did have sources in the past. Like, like people have legitimately confirmed that he had sources in the past. Um, now, I'm talking Terry, like Terry 90s. Taylor ain't walking through that door, though, anytime. Right. I'm talking like 90s. And 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 the, the, the insider game has shifted. And we've talked about this. The insider game has shifted from office sources to talent sources. And and those who are in the game now are getting their information from talent because it's gotten to the point where office people will lose their job and talent doesn't. And and I've talked about how to crack the code before. Like, just look at who these people interview with. Like, look at who, you know, 
John Moxley sat down with for an interview after he was out of his WWE contract and working for AEW. Look at who Jericho interviews with. Look at who other people interview with. Um, FTR. I mean, it's not hard to figure out who these sources are. Um, RVD was a big one back when he was in WWE. And it, it's it's but it is largely talent. And you have to realize, and again, this is nothing new, um, talent's going to give information not based on, on, on this crazy thing called accuracy. They're going to give information in a way that's like, I want Melter to say something that's going to draw sympathy for myself, make myself look good, put myself on the right side of the equation, all those things. So... It's it's being used, and I do think sometimes Meltzer will be fed information that's purposely, you know, that's wrong on purpose to mislead people. And Triple H is really good at that. Um, there, there's those reports of of last night on Raw, Jay Uso wrestled Gunther and and challenged for the Intercontinental Championship, and there was a report that two hours before Raw, Jay was planned to win the title from Gunther, and that report came from I think Fightful, which is you know a lot of people deem is typically accurate. And and so people are like, "Oh my god, it, it's I don't you know, it's a good thing they pivoted because, you know, Jay doesn't need the title for a few with Jimmy or whatever." And I'm like, "No. They they've discredited Meltzer. Now they're misfeeding information to other people." Like right. the internet getting worked because it's WrestleMania season. This is the high point for these wrestling websites to get their clicks and make their advertising dollars. And 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 bring it all in because once we get a couple weeks past WrestleMania, that trends down for down a little bit. It's just typical cyclical that happens every single year. So no, I don't think Jay Uso was ever going to win that championship. Um, and, and here's the, the the thing where people can hang their hat: WWE especially will 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 do an exercise in what if on occasion, just to be like, what if we did have Jay win? What would we do? And and they would talk about it. Never really seriously considering it, but it's like you got to just open that door and peek through to see what it would do because maybe uh, maybe you will occasionally stumble upon a great idea that you do want to follow through with. But the other 90% of the time, you're like, no, nah, we know. Okay, we've looked into that and we realize we are on the right track. It, it's self-scouting, right? It's a good thing to do. Uh, I do it all the time. Like I'm, I'll sometimes, I'll put a card together sometimes and I'm like, what if I just like completely change the order of the matches? And I will, and there have been cards where the I changed the order of the matches and was like, I like that much better. Same matches, same result, but now the card felt totally different. And and it's just because you gotta be, you know, gotta be smart. There was one one card one time that had two two title matches on it. The first two matches on the card, and then everything else just kinda went from there. I think it was three title matches and the first two were title matches, and then the main event was a title match. And everything else flowed in the middle. And it just worked out. It just worked out well. So and sometimes you just struggle. Um, there was one time I struggled on a card because I was as we we, we had a match trying to put together and it wasn't going to happen. It's like okay, what do I put in its place? And the answer ended up being nothing. Just have one last match and the card <laughs> fl- would flow better, and it did. And, it, and I bet you the show was fine. It was fantastic. It, it was it was anybody who was there. there. It was it was a very famous. Sorry, show I, didn't we did mean, I didn't mean that in the Patrick O'Dowd fine sense. By the oh, way. Oh, I know, I know. You're you're correct. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, I get, I get what you're completely get what you're saying. Um. So so yeah, those things change, and, and you do explore all those things, and so it's very easy to say. And then of course, you haven't even brought up the famous phrase yet. 
that always gets brought up in the world of wrestling news, and that's plans change. Unless oh, plans I change, I did, I did, I did when I was going through the whole rundown of like how convenient it is to okay. throw shit against the wall and see if it sticks. Because if it doesn't, you just say, "Oh, plans changed." Plans changed. You can never tell. It's wrestling. So, right. plans change is, is the what? easiest. Like card subject to change is a legitimate thing. Now, some do some people in indie wrestling use card subject change to their advantage. Of course, they do. Um, right. Card subject to change. Well, card isn't purposely subject to change, but yet some people do that. But plans change right. is the way of, of of still proving that you are right, um, and and never having to be wrong. It goes right along with that plausible deniability aspect. One thousand percent. And I will, of no, course. Bottom line here, people, stop giving them your money. And and again, we, we've said it a million times before, and we'll say it again. People will believe anything if they want it to be true. The the wrestling, internet wrestling news sites know that about you, wrestling fan. They know that about human nature. They may not even be smart enough to put it into the words that we just used, but they know they're going to feed you. If the internet hated Cody Rhodes and wanted anything but Cody to be in the main event of WrestleMania, we would hear about the politicking that took place by Cody Rhodes to get himself into the main event of WrestleMania. Right, right, right. That that he, he, you know, threatened to walk and expose backstage elements of the company if he wasn't given the opportunity that he felt like he deserved. Um, That would be the reporting, not the other way around. So that is... The, the element of, of pro wrestling and the way the way that it is. So we got, we got 30 minutes out of this. Well, we had the other topics too. We, we talked we did. about the, By the way, that indie, I'm, I meant to say this, and then we got on the topic of Dave Meltzer. S- send me that indie promotion or a link to it because I, I don't remember who, which promotion it is, but I want to read it. I want to see what they said. Um, so I could, I could see it for myself. Because um, I, I remember glossing over it but not digging in and just saw that something had been canceled. And I knew I had the dates right. So obviously I knew that let's go to commercial and we'll come back. And I want to present something that was reported today to Patrick O'Dowd. Um, not, it's not news, it's factual information, but it's more about what you do with that factual information and see what he thinks. So we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade. You can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code ChairShot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Acknowledge me! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was muted. <laughs> I'm all sharing the soundbite, talking about things that have happened. Um, trying to trying to have fun. Something got report got, got shared today. It was a graphic. It was a picture of a wrestler with a number below it. 
And the picture was of Solo Sokoa. And the number below Solo Sokoa was the number of... It was like the reverse Undertaker. It was 0 and 23. And apparently, Solo Sokoa is 0 and 23 since destroying John Cena in Saudi Arabia. Beating John Cena clean, hitting the Samoan spike 10 straight times, and it looked horrible. Um, and and then pinning John Cena, not ending his career, but but pinning John Cena. By the way, the Samoan spike doesn't work in 2023 and 2024 because television is just too high quality and exposes that you're simply just placing your thumb on the guy's chest and pulling it away. Like it's just, it, it it's, it's just too obvious nowadays. Um, move on to something else. I get the history behind it, um, because of Umaga and many others, but still sometimes you just got to go. Um, and they talked about how as, as, as fans would do in reply, they're fumbling the ball and, Oh, you know, what, what, a, what a, the, the bloodline strikes again, like so much focus on Rome and everybody else is hurt and all these other things with, um, with, with Solo and his record and, and how he should be a bigger focus and he's going to get lost in the shuffle when the bloodline goes away and all these things about Solo Sokoa that people said in response to this 0-23 number. Um, what do you think when you hear that Solo Sokoa is 0-23 since cleanly beating John Cena on a WWE premium live event. Had no idea and didn't care enough to track it. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, it's funny. Cause I know this person because not like personally. Right. Uh, but I, uh, I was that person. Yeah. Remember when we did the podcast and my like big axe to grind wasn't about losses, but was like how much actual time wrestling was spent on a wrestling show. And so I watched. You were, and, and you were ahead track. of your time back then, Patrick Goodell, because now people love and, to track that stuff. And I, and I tracked that stuff because yeah. I thought that shit mattered. That, that shit doesn't matter. You know what matters? What matters is that when Samoa or, or not when Samoa Sokoa, when Solo Sokoa, shows up to help you know Roman Reigns or shows up to help the bloodline he wipes a dude out and it's a big deal nobody cares about his actual match record it's not his role right now nobody gives a shit it'll be fine like his career is going to be fine there's no fumbling the ball for being the heavy for, he's not Snitsky, all right? This isn't Eric <laughs> Bischoff who hit his big bad to throw at everybody for, like, semi-main events when he was the GM of, like, Raw for a little while. They just kept making him throw Snitsky at a guy, and everybody knew better. That's not that's not what we're doing right now here with, with Solo Zuko. Like, I, that somebody's taking the time to track that, like, good for you. Um, find a new hobby. Because because your current hobby is dumb and serves no purpose other than to make you feel like you know something that, that people don't. And here's the secret. You don't because what you think you know is completely wrong because that's his match numbers isn't what people give a shit right now about in the WWE. And that's not what they're building. When it's time for him to win, he's going to start winning and nobody will care. And it won't be too little too late. Right. 
No, it's right now. No. It's a thought to one person. So what I did was interject a little common sense into the situation, and 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 there was you know people commenting or whatever, and I replied, I think just in general, not to any specific person. I said, do these numbers include house shows? And the person replied, yes, they. And the, it was posted in a group from an account from like a page. So there's it was all nameless and faceless, right? And and I think the I think the page that posted into a group was like triggered wrestling. Like obviously they're going for a certain reaction. And I was like, did this include house shows? The person was like, yes, it does. Solo Sokoa throughout last fall was main eventing house shows for WWE. Okay. Main eventing house shows. Um, when 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 a heel main events a house show, Patrick O'Dowd. What normally happens to that heel? They lose because the face goes over and you send the crowd home happy. Exactly. 100%. A Seth Rollins or something. Maybe I I think he lost a ton of street fights to L.A. Knight last fall. Oh, no, not L.A. Knight. He should have beat L.A. Knight. His career is over because Solo Sokoa could be the hottest, most popular, you know, like the most popular dudes in the company. Shit. You know what, Greg? I was wrong. I was wrong. You know what? Pack it up. Solo Sokoa's career is over. Done. Just completely ruined. Done. And I'm like, why are we counting house shows? Did did, the house show only matters if they reference it on television? The the house show only matters if if they built it up. Like it really, if if there's nothing involving television whatsoever, it doesn't matter. He was there. He was doing his job. The fact, and they were again, it's the Cena effect, right? Because everybody looks worse after wrestling John Cena. The fact that he's in the bloodline, which is one of the things they blamed. The fact that he beat John Cena cleanly, which is one of the things they blamed, are all reasons why he can now main event house shows. Right. And be that credible opponent to put over the babyface. Typically on a house show, unless, if you are a heel, unless you hold a championship... Or are getting ready to do something big. Like, say Drew McIntyre wins the Elimination Chamber and is challenging Seth freaking Rollins at... Oh my god, I forgot to put that on our to-do list for today. Elimination Chambers this weekend. And and is challenging Seth freaking Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Then he's not going to lose at a house show, right? Because it just doesn't make sense to what they're doing with him right now. But otherwise, the baby faces are typically going to win because it's about people being happy. Because it's a road show to help, you know, support the thing. It's just a feel-good thing, how shows are in WWE right now. They're not really that related to the product. It's just come see live what you see on television. That's what house shows are nowadays. Um, <clears throat> whatever they call them, live events. And and so Solo was doing his job. And I remember last year, last year I went to the Raw, the, the last Raw before WrestleMania. Um, and watched... You know, they were building up what was going to happen. And I remember we predicted on these programs. I said, the last Raw before WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes is going to beat Solo Sokoa on his way to his challenge of, of of Roman Reigns. And sure enough, they set up a match between Cody Rhodes and Solo Sokoa. And Solo hadn't yet lost on the main roster. And and Cody beat him and, and went on his road to, you know, losing to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania a week later. But it, it, it's it's he it, everything has a purpose. Those losses mattered, 
he's he's been on television he's been in a main spot he's associated with roman reigns right he's, he's the island of relevancy is not a gimmick term it's a real thing and and right. and, and he's firmly entrenched upon the island of relevancy he's more relevant in a lot of uh, before before this monday's raw solo was more relevant than jimmy uso in a lot of ways then jimmy cost jay and we finally have our setup for for WrestleMania for Jimmy versus Jay, which we all could have seen coming the moment that Jimmy cost Jay at SummerSlam. Um, it just makes sense. Uh, Solo wouldn't even know what Solo is going to be doing um, at, at SummerSlam. Maybe Solo should have been in the chamber. Maybe Solo should have done whatever. Who knows? But 0-23 means absolutely nothing for Solo Sokoa. 100%. Absolutely nothing in this man's career. Less than zero. Meaning less than zero. One thousand percent. Less than zero. One thousand percent. Shifting gears, Patrick O'Dowd. It's been a crazy year in the world of TNA wrestling. They they during uh, uh, was it Bound for Glory that they ended with the promo that TNA wrestling was coming back, and then they finished off 2023. They kicked off 2024. And even at the end of 2023, some things were being promoted with the Impact Wrestling logo, some things with the TNA Wrestling logo because they were getting everybody ready. 2023 happens. They have Hard to Kill. All this great momentum. Jordan Grace is in the Royal Rumble. Everybody's talking about TNA. Everybody's giving credit to the talent. And everybody's giving credit to Scott Demore. And everything's great. And then Scott Demore gets fired. and Yes, he does. And it's like... Uh, it, it, it's like just this balloon deflating is kind of what I feel like is happening right now. Uh, I don't think the product has suffered at all from what I can tell. Um, but but well, mo- still, much of it's it still running tapings from, I was going to say, I don't think they've actually now, right? physically done anything since, but since the got fired. Um, and then you had the Tommy dreamer news that, that, that was brought up earlier. Um, and now you've got all these members of the TNA roster tweeting an hourglass. And what's funny is that the, I saw a wrestling, I saw a website today, a news report. It, it was the report about Josh Alexander's contract option being picked up. And they said that he tweeted an emoji of a near empty hourglass. Are there different hourglass emojis? Can you pick the, I, the, the level of fullness of your hourglass I emoji? I think so. I don't think you can either. I just, I, I really don't. But again, wrestling news is going to wrestling news. So he put up of a, of a nearly empty hourglass. Of an hourglass where time has almost run up. Like, I'm pretty sure that's just the fucking emoji. Um, there, I said fuck. Right. Let's, let's happy. I, I wanna, I'm going to take a look here and, and see what we got. We research the, the important things. Emojis. We research, research the important things on this show. Including hourglass Twitter emoji. Uh, there and, are two... There are two hourglass options. Okay. There is one where the sand is primarily at the top oh, and okay. one where the sand is primarily at the bottom. So All right. it could be that he posted it could be. the second of the two. I have not I, I have not watched the spate of emojis. <laughs> uh, I just saw them reported, so I, I can't give you a full status of all and all the talent that posted there. I just I texted you earlier in the day today, and was just like this this week has just been nothing but bad looks. Yeah, for I know. DNA, and you mentioned Josh Alexander. You didn't even leave it out. My favorite part, 
was, you know, TNA announces an extension, but the way they, they announced the extension for Josh Alexander was that, uh, TNA has exercised its option yeah. to extend Josh Alexander. Now that tweet no longer exists. It got oh, taken really? down because I do believe it has been taken down. Let me, uh, again, I'm, I'm on the interwebs, you know, yeah. I, got, I got it. TNA. Let's do a little DNA wrestling. There you go. See, nope, not there. Nope, no surrender. Nope. Steve Macklin and Trent Seven. Nope. DNA. I nope. guess Macklin's deal is almost up too. But maybe they have an option for him too. Who knows? Well, no, no. He's doing pre shows now. Sorry. They did wish, uh, wish Gail Kim a happy birthday 10 hours ago. <laughs> Uh, still looking. Oh, oh, here it is. No, it's still up. TNA Wrestling exercises its option to extend contract of Walking Weapon as first reported by SI now. Now, even if this is true, even if what's true, like that they exercised its option as opposed to like, there's just better ways to word use like because this makes right. it sounds like you forced josh alexander to stay out with the company like, not even that you right forced like josh that. alexander it sounds to me like you're just making sure people know who's really in charge here right that's what it sounds like, like to me and 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 it's 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 a step in the unraveling of of the goodwill that you have established over the course of the last you know a longer period of time than the last few months, but it really ramped up over the last few months. And they've kind of pissed it all away. It seems in my opinion, right. the, the article itself is much better. Like if you actually click on the link to the article, like TNA wrestling extended the contract of Josh Alexander, like that's all you need to put. It's that right. phrase exercised its option. Yeah. I don't like that. So, and, and the reporting that's out there. And again, I don't know if it's true or not. Was that Alexander had asked them not to. True or not, I have no idea. That he wanted to, to you know, see what his options were and, and explore the marketplace. Which would be a good thing for Josh Alexander. It would be. Right? It's it's a good thing. It's a better thing for TNA to, to exercise its option. <laughs> because it's it's probably at a rate that makes sense for them. Because it was already it was previously negotiated in the contract. And... Um, and, and just makes sense. It, it's, you know, and, and when you, when you draft somebody in the first round of the NFL draft, you, you get that fifth year option that you can exercise at the end of their third year. And it allows you to keep them at a rate that's less than they would probably get in free agency. Um, that's, it's collectively bargained like that for a reason. He signed that contract back in the day. Um, and, and, and I'm sure, and it's Josh Alexander. Like he will probably work his ass off and continue to carry the flag for TNA until the moment he doesn't work there anymore. That's just Josh Alexander. And it goes back to years ago when he was a guest on this program and he was carrying the flag for Alpha One Wrestling and and, yep. and who had equipment stolen and was going to have to shut down. And they recently returned um, and and had to retire because of a neck history and a doctor told me never wrestle again. And another doctor was like, yes, you can. And since then, he's become a, a world champion for TNA and one of the best wrestlers in the world. So, and and, you know, much of the dismay of Patrick O'Dowd is married to Jay Chung. But it, it, it's all 
Um, I guess she's Jennifer Chung now, but um, it's all relative. But I mean, if I'm TNA, I would want to exercise my option on the contract of Josh Alexander. So I get that. But it is just the latest in a string of things for for them um, and things that stink. I want to talk about this hourglass thing. Because everybody could assumes be, the just worst. Could be, it could be an angle. Could be an angle. Could be a lot of things. Um, now, everybody right. was tweeting all this great stuff about Scott DeMore when he got fired. It could be the, you know, time. I don't know when their next set of tapings are, but like, who could have a whole lot of people breaching contract by not showing up? Who the hell knows? It's 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 like that age old adage, like if the ants knew that they outnumbered us, they could take over the world. Right. But they don't know. Um, if if a significant portion of the talent chose to no show the next set of tapings for TNA, well, they'd be screwed. They would absolutely be screwed. Little bonkers. It would be it would be a it would be a protest, a modern day protest. Um, all done in the effort, I would say, of trying to get Scott Demore's job back. If he even wants his job back. Demore has not popped right. up anywhere else. Scott, and I don't know Scott Demore. I've never talked to Scott Demore. I've never even heard this thing about Scott Demore. It would not surprise me in the least if Scott Demore wanted to go, would, would want his old job back solely because of the talent that is there in, right. in TNA well, and the opportunity. We, we talked about this last week. Like, he doesn't need a job. Like, he's doing fine. Well, he probably he might need a job. He, he might need a paycheck, but he can get one. Right, but I thought no, we had talked about this last week though. Like his his ventures outside of professional wrestling though have not put him in a place where like oh, I have no idea about that. I don't think we talked about that. Oh, like he's like a real estate guy. Like is he's, he? oh, good, good for him. Like like he he is he is financially secure outside of the world of professional the dude offered to buy the company so like but that i also saw reports that he was like part of a group to to buy the company or whatever but if the dude offered to buy the company you're you're financially stable enough to enter in with a group to buy a company right even even that like you have you have money if you're able to do that and maybe he starts his own thing and talent goes with i I don't know if starting your own thing is the best thing to do (laughs) right now um because he did run an indie for a long time um, in, mm-hmm. in Canada and, and, did, and Michigan, right there on the border, um, and had lots of, of big name talent there. Uh, again, if I'm Triple H, I've already offered the man. I still firmly believe that Triple H was on the phone with a guy within like an hour of his firing. Now, I think that was like the same time period as the press conference, so maybe Triple H is a little bit busy, but. Um, it's it's like it just makes sense to me that, that he, he was too busy challenging the rock to a match. Yeah, he's too busy recording. Ten years not just, ago. Yeah, filming something that just happened to never make air, according to Dave Meltzer. Um But yeah, if all this is true and talent does do something and the hourglass means what people want to assume it means, and every people will and it's funny, nothing's been report, reported about the hourglass. Um, but there's been plenty of speculation. Then it just falls under the umbrella of L O L T N A. Like none of this happened till you changed your name back to TNA. <laughs> like really, right? None of this happened when you were Impact Wrestling, and and had you just changed the color scheme to the old TNA color scheme, changed the logo to look like the old TNA. But no, you had to change the name back to TNA, and then everything just 
Maybe Anthem didn't want them to change that. Back the six sided ring. Well, that's probably for the best, based on the things that that I've heard. Um, Maybe Anthem didn't even want to call it TNA. Maybe it'll go back to Impact Wrestling soon. Who knows? Um, What's Dixie Carter doing these days? Like, seriously. God, dude, no. What's funny is that people still genuinely love Dixie Carter. Like, that's the great thing about it. Like, like when Raw was in Nashville and she was there hanging out, people were so excited to see Dixie Carter. Um, by all accounts, it's like good person, just bad wrestling decision making. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with this. It, it's going to be a very funny thing to to, to follow, but um, you know, in many organizations, you can pinpoint those people who are truly. Essential, right? Essential employees was this buzzword for a long time, a few, a couple of years ago. But there are people in certain organizations that were like, damn, without that person, that place would be fucked. And Scott Demore felt like that person for, yeah, for for TNA. Um, really did. And it's not like he left on his own. It would have been different. Like he had a deal with them that expired at a certain time frame, and he like got an offer to go WWE and decided to take it. No, like they got yeah. rid of him on their own. It, and that and that's the other thing is not to, not only that like all of that goodwill you talked about this to open the segment all this goodwill all this momentum all this excitement was largely being credited mm-hmm. to Scott Demore and man if this is if this is Anthem flexing on the company. To, as you said, like show who's who's boss and puts, you know, I don't even remember the guy's name that that they put in charge and yeah, run the company, but he he's not exactly um, a professional wrestling no guy. He's nothing to do with wrestling. Uh, so, like, if you if you wanted to kill an anthem, just just kill it. <laughs> I don't think they want to kill it. Way. I just think they wanted to leave it where it was. Right. And Demore wanted Which to take it to a higher level. Yeah. Because um, Demore saw more in it, and they, whether it's that they're satisfied or they don't, like. And Demore was like, if like, you don't want to invest more into it, then let me have it. Let me buy it from you, and 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 I will do it. And they were like, no, it's ours, and that's within their right to do. Right. Like uh, that's the unfortunate it, thing about the world sometimes. Everything they did is completely within their right to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything they did was fully within their right to do. Um, as much as that stinks. That's like Dave Meltzer. The one thing the guy's not, as far as we know, I mean, he's not doing anything illegal. Right? Like, no. no if he was, no. people would have gone after him by now. Um, but but he's just doing things that are stupid. And... And reaction to Solo Sokoa is people being stupid. And all the stuff that TNA Wrestling is doing is being stupid. So that's just, just where we're at. Um, I just, it, it, it just really sucks because they, they were in such a great... And here's the other thing, right? After Jordan Grace uh, showed up in the Royal Rumble, people were like, I was like, you put her in WrestleMania, do this and that. The, the guy who put that together was Scott Demore. Like, I think that's out the window now. I don't think that shit's happening anymore. Yep. And maybe they don't want it to yeah. happen. Maybe they're like, why are we leasing our talent out to other people? Like, And in most situations, that's a bad idea. In this situation, it's a great idea. That's why they did it. Um, I just, and, and it's so funny too, because when ECW went down many, many moons ago, 
Paul Heyman yeah. was sitting at the commentary desk on Raw. Like he had set himself up, and and so as he, the, he took care of himself, yeah. As, as the ship was was sinking and burning, he was there collecting a paycheck from WWE. Now they were keeping it afloat anyway for him, but um, Scott Demore, as, as the TNA ship goes down, is probably one of the most well kept ones out of there um, because of the job that he now he earned that shit, but it's still still a real thing. Um, I I hope it. Eh. I would like wish that they would bring him back. To be honest with you, I don't know if he would want to come back at this point. So that's right. that's the other part of the problem. So who knows? Right? I, is that is that bridge part? I know, and and it's it's and that would suck because like if the talent is trying to get him his job back, then maybe they they won't be able to. Um, or if the talent is just in a situation where. Um, you know, it, it just is what it is, and they're all just biding their time till they can leave. Um, like Alistair Black, you know, the internet's report that Malachi Black's going to go to WWE when his contract's over. Well, that's in 2027. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's it's like it's a long time to just sit around and 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 do nothing. So, who knows? All right, we're going to go commercial. We're going to come back, wrap something up, and then uh, call it a show. So, we'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. We are mere days away, Patrick O'Dowd, from the WWE Elimination Chamber premium live event in Perth, Australia. It's so funny. Everybody's talking about when they're going to watch Elimination Chamber because, you know, it's on like... For you, I think it's on at five in the morning, and, the morning, and yep. for me, it's like you know, three in the morning. Um, and normally, I would just watch it at some point during the day. But like we talked about earlier, I have an event on Saturday. I will not see Elimination Chamber till probably Sunday at this point because I'm going to be going from nine to midnight because um, that's just the way it is. And that's going at the. I'll probably be up. I'll probably literally, you know, six to midnight means something different. But I'll probably be going from six to midnight all day on on Saturday. So we'll be we'll be a good time. Um, but Elimination Chamber is Saturday, and there's only four matches that are announced. The Royal Rumble only had four matches. Um, so we had two straight Premier Live events, only four matches, plus a segment that, that has been announced with the Grayson Waller effect with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. So I want to go through and do the age-old who who should win and who will win by presenting to you these these people um, that are in the matches, and, and we'll see... What we think is going to happen. I will. Th- these are the two most loaded Elimination Chamber matches ever. Normally, you put in like an up-and-comer in the chamber. And you and, and they've done that. Like they, they, they put one woman in there who's an up-and-comer. But besides that, like everyone else are top-notch stars. Like literally all main eventers in these two chamber matches. And it's because there's really only four matches on the card. And I don't think they're going to add another match. Maybe they'll add one on SmackDown. SmackDown's already been taped, but maybe uh, in, in some kind of a segment they add another match in there. But the Royal Rumble was four matches and was still like over three hours long. So it, it it's they don't no need to shoehorn things in there. So I want to do the old who will win who or who should win who will win. It's going to be very easy because of the card being so small. Uh, the four matches and and even the segment we'll, we'll do a, a a thing on the segment. So. 
We will start off, Patrick O'Dowd, with with the match that I believe should close the show in Perth, Australia. Uh, Will it? Who knows? But I believe it should. As Rhea Ripley heads home to defend the Women's World Championship against Nia Jax at Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia. Patrick O'Dowd, Nia Jax challenging Rhea Ripley in Rhea Ripley's home country. Who should win? Who will win? Easiest one to call. In That's why I get it first. Rhea Ripley should win. Rhea Ripley will win. That like Nia Jax doesn't need to be any place near the women's world championship. No, she is solo Sokoa to the house show. In this situation, is, is what she is. Rhea Ripley should win. Rhea Ripley will win. This match should go on last. I don't know if it will, but it should, um, because she's the main Australian talent being focused here on. On this event. Right. Um, Next up, we have the men's elimination chamber match. Now, I was very critical of WWE because they they made all the qualifying matches for the elimination chamber, Raw versus SmackDown matches. And I'm like, that's stupid. Just do three for Raw, three for SmackDown. Well, as luck would have it, there are five wrestlers from SmackDown and one from Raw in the elimination chamber match. The winner challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania, it's Drew McIntyre from Raw, and then from SmackDown, Randy Orton, Bob Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Those are your six men in the Elimination Chamber, the winner of which will challenge Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. Patrick O'Dowd, bigger field than the last match we talked about, but who should win and who will win the Elimination Chamber match? Ugh. Based on the story that they're telling, I think, honestly, I feel like I would like to see L.A. Knight win, and I I guess I'll say he should win. Okay. Uh, Even though I don't know that I completely buy that as a WrestleMania World Championship match. So even though I'm saying I want to say, I'm sure other plenty of people disagree with me, but uh, but with what they're doing with Drew, it, it just and maybe it makes too much sense. I would say Drew McIntyre will win um, based on his current momentum. Who knew injuring a guy could do so much for you? Right? Who knew? Um, I'm going to go backwards. I'm with, I think Drew McIntyre will win. The one thing as I thought about this, as, we're, as I was putting this together in my brain for the podcast today, Drew McIntyre's on a hell of a run. We've talked about him. It's great. Drew McIntyre seems to be at his best when he is slighted. Kind of in the vein of CM Punk, right? When During his rise. Mm-hmm. When Drew McIntyre was on top of the world, it was like, eh. But when Drew McIntyre feels as though things are taken from him, he's not getting what he should have, he's not getting what he's due, Drew McIntyre, in my opinion, performs better. Um, so my who will win is Drew McIntyre. My who should win it is it's a completely out of left field answer, to be honest with you. I think Bob Lashley should win the chamber. Bob Lashley okay. actually defended a, a world championship at WrestleMania back at 27, beat Drew McIntyre in, in the opener. Um, I don't need Bob feuding with you know, just just Bob gets the shot. Bob beats Karrion Cross on television. We're done with that whole fiasco because we don't need it. And then. 
Because the one thing they won't do is put those guys in a big match together because Cross's crew would have to win because they're brand new. And you just don't need to sacrifice Bob Lashley and the Street Profits to that. But to me, and then you just, if Rollins has to go away, just let Bob squash the guy. Right. And you could let Drew squash the guy as well. But like Drew, Drew getting pissed about not being in the match destroying Sami Zayn and that becomes his wrestle even though he just wrestled Sami Zayn like destroying Sami Zayn and that becoming the WrestleMania match like that to me makes more sense for Drew McIntyre um or maybe you know somebody maybe Randy Orton is the one who eliminates Drew McIntyre and we get Drew versus Randy at WrestleMania brand versus brand which is very easy to do right now with Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce like that's a good match that's a great match for WrestleMania you gotta do something with Randy Orton at WrestleMania ain't like he's not gonna wrestle it's Randy Orton. Um, but I, I would love to see Bob get the shot at at at, uh, at Seth freaking Rollins at WrestleMania and, and, and win that title. And then you move him over to Raw, they'll probably do a draft. I'm of the opinion. I've talked about it before. You don't need to do a draft every year. But And, and Triple H is, is he Triple H is a patient person who doesn't overdo things. That's why we only have four matches at the Elimination Chamber. So um, Next match on the card is for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. The Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Senior Money in the Bank, Damian Priest. They're being challenged by, they're now calling themselves the New Catch Republic. Okay. Uh, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate are challenging for these championships in the great continent of Australia. Who should win? Who will win? Well, this doesn't bode well for Pete Dunne and Tyler Tyler Bate. Because I could not care less about this match. Which means that Judgment Day probably should win. And I think the Judgment Day will win. Even though part of me wonders if this isn't a moment to do some some Damien Priest disgruntlement shenanigans. But I'm still I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Priest and Balor retain. Yeah, they've kind of toned down on the disgruntlement lately. Which is yeah, you know, well, you've got the R truth element, so right, you got the R truth element, and that's it. Sure, feels like they're headed towards Truth and Miz beating Judgment Day at WrestleMania, right? Like that seems like what right. they're what they're headed towards. So I agree with you. Who should win? If this was like, and they teased it a few years ago when they had separate number one contenders on Raw and SmackDown, but didn't split the titles. Um, at some point, they're going to split the titles. Maybe they'll do that through the draft. Who knows? But this is not for one set of belts. And they did. I mean, they had two different Fatal 4 matches, one on Raw, one on SmackDown. They did DIY versus Dunn and Bate and on SmackDown, and Dunn and Bate won, and that's why they get the shot. It seems to me like whenever they set up challengers through these tournaments and everything, that it just becomes... Yeah. It, it's just like their excuse to... To, to have those challengers then lose. Like it, it seems like they haven't done well coming out of these things, unless it's a Royal rumble. Um, so I do think that, yeah, I, I do think the judgment day is going to retain. Um, Dom Mysterio is probably going to take a 25 hour flight to, to Australia to interfere in a match. Um, but good for him. Same with JD. Archer is probably going to be there. Like it, it, it's, you know, right. And, and and that was a criticism that, that I heard on a podcast that I won't name was that they're flying Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes to Australia for an interview. Um, and I'm like, they once flew Jinder Mahal to Australia for to, to and or to, to Saudi Arabia. And all they did is record a YouTube video of him trying not to lose the 24 seven championship. 
So who knows? They 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 fly talent. They they always have backup talent wherever they go. Um, so so who knows? Um, the final match. Well, before we do the last match, no no, we'll do the last match. Then we'll do the segment. The women's elimination chamber match for a shot at the women's world championship at WrestleMania again. Rhea Ripley currently holding that. We believe she will walk into WrestleMania with that. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Liv Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton versus Naomi and versus Raquel Rodriguez who returned on Raw and won the Battle Royal. Even though everybody thought it was going to be Jade Cargill. Of the six, Patrick O'Dowd, who should win in the chamber and who will win? Uh, Honestly, I feel like Liv Morgan should win. But that's just because I like the I was the last person to to beat Rhea Ripley sort of mm-hmm. mo like I love that story. Becky Lynch is gonna win, like like again. Pay attention to this the narrative they're throwing at you. I just don't see them putting a monkey wrench in it. So I'm gonna say I say Liv Morgan should win. I think Becky Lynch will win. They've been a little too obvious. Like like they told you Bailey was gonna win the Royal Rumble long before she won it. They've been telling us all along it's going to be Becky and Rhea long before. Now, Becky and Rhea should main event night one of WrestleMania. I've been pounding the drum for this, and I will continue to pound the drum for this. I love Liv Morgan. I love a lot of people in this match. Becky Lynch should win. Becky Lynch will win is where I stand on on this. Like, this is that's the match they need to do. I think Rhea Ripley retains at Mania. I think they're setting her up to have a monumental run as women's champion. I think she holds it through at least WrestleMania 41, um, which is then a two-year reign for Rhea Ripley. Like I feel like that's what they do. Liv Morgan, by the way, has a unique distinction. She was the last woman eliminated in the last two Royal Rumbles for the women. So, yeah, interesting distinction for. She, she's for done women. every. She's done everything but win. I know, right? Um, so so. Kudos to them. The last thing I want to talk about is is one of our one of my favorites and one guy you love and appreciate as well, Grayson Waller, hosting a Grayson Waller effect in Saudi Arabia. Special guests Cody Rhodes and Seth freaking Rollins. Now, now Rollins has offered his assistance to Cody Rhodes to be his shield for WrestleMania. Cody then lost um, to Drew McIntyre, the first loss he suffered since WrestleMania thirty nine. Well, that's not really true because he lost a match to, to Brock Lesnar. So we're trying to erase that from history. Um, apparently, because Michael Cole was like the first loss to WrestleMania 39. It's like, no, nah, he lost to Brock Lesnar. Um, and Rollins showed up backstage showing him again, you need me. So Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes on the Grayson Waller effect in Australia. So you, you won't like this as much, but but humor me. What should happen? What will happen? Uh, God, fuck! I don't know. I don't know what should happen. Well, I mean, if you if you're telling the good versus evil story, then they should team up. It should be Hogan and Savage. But um, is that typically the WWE's mo? Not really. Uh, I think they'll. I think they'll. They'll be uneasy allies. I think that's what will happen, but I think there's going to be a tease of tension. I agree with you. I think Grayson Waller will tease that tension. Like, that's what he does. Like, he's right. a shit stir. And I think he will stir said shit in this segment. Um, I, I, what, what should happen is that 
Cody Rhodes accepts Seth Rollins' offer to serve as his protection at WrestleMania and blah, blah, blah. What will happen, in my opinion, I believe that someone, probably Seth Rollins, will lay down the challenge for the tag team match that people expect to see at WrestleMania. That he will challenge Roman Reigns and The Rock to a tag team match for night one of WrestleMania. I think Seth Rollins will do that here at the Elimination Chamber. Maybe The Rock shows up via satellite, because that was always a joke about The Rock before. WWE went so far as to tell you last week on SmackDown that Roman ain't going to be there. When Roman asked Paul Heyman, do I got to go there? And Paul Heyman's like, no, of course not. My tribal chief. I'm the wise man. You wouldn't have to go to you wouldn't have to go to Perth, Australia. Um, Roman ain't gonna be there. Rock ain't gonna be there. I, I don't know. Rock's on the board now. Rock could show up in in, in Perth at this point. To be perfectly honest with you, um, as a surprise, right? Like, no, I would put nothing past him at this point with heel Rock. But I think that the challenge is going to be laid down for the tag team match that happens on night one of WrestleMania. Rock is wrestling. Like he's told us, he's wrestling. He's got like multiple rings set up. And and doing media recently, he talked about again. He's training for his match at WrestleMania for it. He go wrestle. I think it's going to be a tag team match, and I think that's what they'll do to set things up. Patrick O'Dowd, I want to throw something out there completely. Out of, wait, wait a minute before I do that. Let me let me set this up properly then. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got. I'm a little upset that ever since I've I've tweeted this, lots of people are now saying it. But it was an original thought, and so I'm going to follow up on it. I'll just go all the way with it, because that's what we do here. We're bold. Cody's losing at WrestleMania. Cody's losing at WrestleMania because Seth going fuck Cody at WrestleMania. That's where we're headed. Seth Rollins is going to, not The Rock, not The Bloodline. Seth Rollins is turning on Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. And it's going to cost him. Now, Cody's still going to be the guy, brother. He's still going to be the one who takes the belt off of Roman, in my opinion. But Seth is going to, Seth's not going to do it as, 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 as a deal with Roman. Not, he's going to be acting on his own. He's not the newest member of The Bloodline. It's not a shield rekindling. Seth hates Cody. We've seen it. Seth was pissed that Cody walked right back in the company and got the treatment. Seth, the the history is all there, right? Seth was literally the guy they used to build Cody when he came back into the company. Did such a great job, they gave him a world title. Cody's losing because of Seth, in my opinion. That's my bold prediction. And you want me to touch that? (laughs) <laughs> it's up to you. I. It's a good story. It's a good story. I will, if that happens, all I'm going to do is after night two is over, repeatedly post the Elmo celebrating fire emoji <laughs> over and over again. Because that's what we're going to, and I'm going to hashtag WrestleMania every time. Just Elmo celebrating chaos. Because and not chaos within the company, because it's a story that makes sense. Yeah. Chaos within our internet wrestling community, because some some heads are gonna pop. Oh yeah, it would be so perfect if too, because happens. everybody thinks that 
The Rock hurting Cody. The Rock steal Cody's spot. All this stuff, The Rock. And at the end of the day, it's Seth is the one that, that, that screws him over. Because Seth's a natural right. heel, right? We've talked about it. When we used to do yeah. babyface or heel, Seth was, was on the heel side of that equation. Seth is the, the stereotypical heel that became a babyface because they just they did so damn well at being a heel that the fans loved them so much that they had to become a babyface. But you screw over the number one babyface, and that's what Cody is. Yeah. The number one babyface in the whole company. Now Seth's a heel. And the worst part about it is that then if Seth has to go away for a little bit, then Cody's fuming, right? Then we get Cody, right. you know, going crazy, trying to do everything he can to get his revenge. Now, again, Cody's still the guy who's going to beat Roman, in my opinion. And and they're shifting over to SmackDown's moving to USA, Raw's moving to Netflix. This may not even be on a pay-per-view when, when Cody beats Roman. Like, they may use this as, as to, to, you know, jumpstart something with one of their new networks, one of their new homes. Like, that's what I could see happen. And all those things happen after Roman is past Hogan. Uh, it, it, it's all been right there for us. But And then you've got, and then WrestleMania 41, you can do Cody versus Seth, and you can do Roman versus Rock. Like, it, it, you, could, you could make everybody happy. Um, but I, I think that Seth's going to screw over Cody. I really do. And that's where I think we're headed for WrestleMania. And, cool. and good because I love Seth Rollins as a heel. Love Seth. And the thing about, and it's smart too, because all like the crowd singing along everything that you do, there's a shelf life for stuff like that. Yeah. You know, Daniel Bryan Danielson, there was a shelf life on his act. And when he won the title and started talking about his father passed away, whatever, fans started booing him. Like, no one wants to admit it now, but go back and watch. They were starting to boo Daniel Bryan Danielson after WrestleMania 30. The best thing that happened to his reign was the fact he had to forfeit the title. Don't wish injury on anybody. Don't wish any of that kind of stuff. But, um, And then he came back and had an amazing run. Great heel world champion, main event another WrestleMania. But it, it's it's, I think that, you know, Years ago, when CM Punk turned heel, when he attacked The Rock, no one saw it coming. No one expected it. That was the perfect time to do it. Like, do it before people are asking for it. But Seth could have a hell of a run as a heel after this babyface run. So that's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all we're thinking. And that's all of it for the show today. So go follow the website at Chairshot Media. Thechairshot.com. Always use your Head. Support the amazing podcast, writers, articles, so much more. Go follow Patrick O'Dowd at Wrestling Realist, W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. Follow me at Greg DeMarco44 for all things that, that basically, if you want me to tell you you're wrong, go, go follow me on Twitter because that's all I really do anymore. But and that's it for the show. We'll see. We'll see what the world will know a lot more about WrestleMania after Elimination Chamber this weekend. We'll know a lot more about a lot of things. So, Patrick, a lot of good shit going on. A lot of good shit. Such good shit, pal. I don't even. I don't have that soundbite, and I probably can't play it anymore anyway. I could. I could. I could still play it. It'd be fine. Who knows? All right. We'll see what the world of wrestling brings us next week. Awesome! I came to. Okay.
conversation A little more action, please You just made the list Acknowledge me TheChairShot.com Always use your head Mother's Day is almost here And you can get her the most beautiful Time-tested gift around A watch she can wear every day for movement Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.